Welcome to the Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Your host, Sue Meyer, is a Catholic wife and homeschool mom of 11. She shares her knowledge of the study of natural alternative medicine with you. While this show is not intended to diagnose or name any disease, through her experience, Sue will share helpful information to help you further your study into the amazing world of homeopathy. And now, here's your host, Sue Meyer. Hello, and welcome to Homeopathy for Mommies. This is Sue Meyer. I'm really sorry for the abrupt exit in our last program, but when I had finished the entire show, it was way too long, so I had to go back and find a place for a natural break. So I'm really sorry about that. But this week, we'll go ahead and we'll cover some of the best remedies for urinary tract infections and some other acute remedies for bladder issues. So with that, let's get started. We're going to go through and we're actually just going to talk about some different some different things that you can use for urinary tract infections. Most of these will be in homeopathy for mommies somewhere in the book. <laughs> and um, I will say that if someone has a, they call and they tell me they have a first time urinary tract infection, I say, okay, first of all, then let's give belladonna because belladonna is for a virus and you can actually have a viral infection that's causing inflammation or um, well the inflammation would actually be a secondary infection but you can have the aggravation that's viral because you know like if, if it's in the kidney area if they're pointing to their back and they have the kidney area hydrastis 30x if it's actually in the bladder there's several different remedies that you can use but I always suggest they give belladonna as well because they don't know for sure what's going on so and especially if there's there's blood you're looking at belladonna ipecac for blood in the urine and belladonna is like I said the great viral interrupter so it's it's a wonderful remedy to take when you don't know what you're dealing with the coli nozode is in the world's disease kit and the world's disease and homeoprophylaxis kit it's a wonderful remedy I use it numerous times a year for somebody and what I like about it is it just triggers the body to say hey this is what I'm fighting and then it knows what it's fighting and then you use other appointed remedies remedies that are most like the pain sensation and then very quickly they'll get over a urinary tract infection so all these are just little hints you know it's like I said it just depends on what the person is complaining of like I, I told you that we talk about the number one urinary tract infection remedy and like I said that's usually due to some sort of a trauma catheterization there's they they fell on the bicycle and they hit themselves um, little kids will do that and then they, they can actually develop I remember I had a daughter oh it was awful oh my goodness she was just learning to ride bike and she was riding her brother's too big a bike and she fell oh my word it was awful but anyway she actually developed bladder like infection or pains after that but see it was the trauma of the incidents staphysagria is that type of remedy it's the perfect remedy for that type of situation and staphysagria remember is for wounds cuts um, moments of humiliation things like that and very often that emotional person will have that emo that moment of humiliation feeling about them and so therefore this is a perfect remedy for them because remember all emotion runs through the kidney meridian so usually someone who gets an infection is sensitive overly sensitive and so this is a really good remedy for them and that is why it's the number one remedy and with staphyscria there can be burning sensations from the catheter or a new bride especially after humiliation like I said um, 
after kidney stone blasting because that's an intrusive situation or they can have they need to go to the bathroom but they can't go they just feel as though they can't go so ineffectual efforts to urinate and retention of the retention of urine again do you think that little girl who was being potty trained she could have used this remedy it's just it's just amazing uh, or they stop and go stop and go so staphysagria is, is like I said it's an amazing remedy and they just find healing okay we'll actually start with the A's and we'll just kind of walk through some of the most popular um, remedies for urinary tract infection and another thing to remember is that you can rubric it out I don't know how many of you have I know people are always asking what books do you like what books do you like it you know the every book has its strong points and its weak points but for people who are really getting serious I love the homeopathy for mommies obviously I mean actually I use it all the time too um, I have it memorized but once in a while you're sitting there you're really really tired and you just can't think so I just whip out the book but for people who come in and it's a symptom that I've never heard of it's kind of nice to have a materia medica on hand and a repertory and so you can rubric it out one of these days we'll talk about that but if somebody has a very strange and bizarre symptom you need to really pay attention to that and you can look it up you know you could probably even google it uh, it's really hard to google rubrics but you can do it so it's the odd and the peculiar that you, you look for and it's like I've actually had I had one child one time who wasn't feeling well literally was peeing green I mean that's just not a normal color is it so pay attention to that you can have you know bloody urine you can have it looks like sand in the bottom if you, if you let it sit this it will settle and looks like sand um, there's just different rubrics it, the peak can be anywhere from white clear to dark yellow straw color to I've even seen it almost orange it can be so dark it can be really really smelly it can I've actually had reports of urine smelling like like flowers um, just you name it or putrid rotten smelling it's just you name it the most bizarre symptoms and we don't really think about this unless it's really odd and peculiar when it's odd and peculiar you can walk right to the right correct remedy and it'll always take care of it that's what I love about homeopathy when it comes to stuff like this is the correct remedy course of remedies will always cure something like this you know like I, I, I told one lady one time she got up I was at a, a meeting and she started limping away and I'm like oh are you okay I said your foot asleep she goes, oh no I have fasciitis and I says oh yeah oh I'm sorry she goes yes it's it's very it's very serious da, da 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 and I says oh my I didn't know you had kidney disease and she says I don't I just have fasciitis and I looked at her she was I knew her quite well so it's not like I was just telling some stranger this and I says well you might want to come and see me and we'll get you on some remedy because um you know that that's really not good when it's that severe your fasciitis because you can have you can have days where your your fascia will be inflamed a little bit yeah you've had you know maybe some real emotion in your life or something that's caused that inflammation but if it's that chronic that means you're walking into kidney disease and so and kidney disease of course you know is all these poor kidneys are doing all this work so it's going to cause a raft of problems but anyway a few months later she says yeah I'm in stage four kidney disease I'm like your body throws out symptoms for a reason it wants you to do something about it so if you have a symptom follow through if it's an you know I mean everybody has aches and pains and even little kids will have strange things go on but if it lasts more than a day or two 
that's a symptom. Look at it and, and just say, oh, I know that remedy. Give the remedy in a few hours, it's probably just going to be gone because the body got the message to heal itself. And it's that simple and it's that easy. But pay attention to those symptoms. I am working with a gentleman right now who hates doctors, doesn't want anything to do. Even he, Fine, natural stuff is fine, but I can't take the time out of my day to go to a, you know, a homeopath or a naturopath or an acupuncturist or even a chiropractor because that would just mean I have to slow down. See, therein lies the problem. I would have to slow down. <laughs> His body's throwing out symptoms like crazy and we need to listen to these symptoms. So, okay, the person who needs apis, and this is, I've seen apis work as far as remedies, homeopathic remedies go for uh, your um, bladder infections. I've seen apis work probably more than anything with the people that I know. Apis is basically for kidney edema and it tends to reduce the water ret retention. And the urine usually begins before the infection, the actual infection, bladder infection. The urine is usually scanty because the body has issues either with dehydration, it's not getting the right message for the sodium. You can have all sorts of things going on, but usually this, the urine is scanty prior to an infection and there will be a lot of different symptoms, but burning, always the burning sensation as well. And like I said, I've, I've used belladonna and apis and it, it's amazing the way it cures bladder infections. And then it, for recurring, if it comes back or if it doesn't get rid of it right away, the E. coli, Nozode is a wonderful way for the body just to finally get that message. Hey, there's something serious going on here. I need to fix myself. And then Arnica. Uh, how many women have gone in, had a child, and not been able to go pee pee afterwards? That is a very, very common problem, and that is Arnica. It's actual from in, actually from injury. Arsenicum is very. It's a very acute, violent burning pains and retention of urine, especially after confinement. It can also be a bedwetting remedy, but usually if it's something like that, there's there's been an exposure um, to some toxin or virus or something that is from outside coming in when the, when the arsenicum picture is, is there. We already talked about belladonna, benzoic acid. Benzoic acid, I don't think I've ever really used so much for actual bladder infections. It's more of a... Um, bladder condition that that is either there's there's the large amounts of urine or dribbling of urine there can be stones kidney or bladder stones there can be bedwetting there can be um, incontinence and with any of these things and that's the one like for the fasciitis it's just an amazing remedy to trigger the body to heal when it comes to bladder or kidney but there's always in order. If benzoic acid is the remedy, there's always an order. It's very strong foul odor or it can smell like ammonia, but there's always a very strong, strong odor. I remember one time I had uh, my granddaughter and I said to her mom, he says, oh, by the way, when I was watching her, I says, I noticed her um, urine was very, very strong because she was just being potty trained as well. And my daughter's like, oh, I know that. And I says, well, I gave her benzoic acid and I haven't noticed it the last couple days. She's like, what, really? I knew I should have talked to you about it. So anyway, and I don't think the problem ever came back again. But again, people underestimate the trauma of potty training. Little kids, when they go through potty training, it is such a trauma. If they say, 
it's seriously one of the single most traumatic things that we go through. Thank goodness we don't remember it. So for some children, it is extremely traumatic and it can bring on all sorts of different potty issues. And we just think it's normal for them because we never were inside their diaper before, you know what I'm saying? So they go from the diaper to the little potty chair and it can bring all sorts of things, changes that we're not aware of because we didn't know it was normal in the first place. So just kind of be aware of that. Watch the symptoms, watch the color of their urine, watch you know how much they're peeing, how often they're peeing, the smell, all of those things because they're very, it's, that's indicative as to what's going on in their little minds. Because remember, when it, the mind has to deal with what it's going through and it throws things out in the form of a symptom. So don't just assume it's normal, even for that child when you're potty training. It can be it can be the the beginning of a lifelong problem if you don't get it nipped in the bud right away. Berberus is also a bladder. It can be a bladder whenever there's sharp pains for kidneys. It's it's more of a kidney type issue, but it's still listed because it's it's colic. Okay, colic from stones, pain extending along the ureter um, or to the liver. All those different things, but it's always a bubbling and sharp pain in the kidneys, region of the kidneys and liver. Cantharis is a huge, huge, huge urinary tract infection remedy. It is actually, I don't know if any of you have ever heard of the remedy Spanish or the <laughs> the venom or the Spanish fly. It's um, It used to be a, well, actually, I remember one time all of our cows aborted. They had lepto in the barn. We didn't, when we started renting this barn, anyway, all of our our wonderful heifers aborted at about four months and we had to give them a shot to get them all to come back around again because we couldn't afford to even wait you know I wouldn't have done that today okay today we would have done it more natural but my, back then we we're conventional farmers and my husband gave them all a shot and I was I went to pick up the the vial of Spanish fly and my husband yelled, let a yell out of him he says don't pick that up and I says what he goes uh honey that is you don't want to touch that. It'll you'll absorb it through the skin if there's anything on there, and it could cause an abortion. But it's a Spanish fly. It would it actually caused all the cows to come back into cycle very quickly, and because it's it's that's just the way it is. But it's very intense. It's really cruel, actually. But it's that very super intense burning it effect of Spanish fly, and it's called cantharis. So that's why it's so famous for urinary tract infections is because it is so intense and that burning pain is so, so bad. There can be blood in the urine. There can be um, all sorts of different symptoms, but it is, it's a fantastic remedy for infections. Costicum is listed here because it's, um, urine is involuntary. It can be dribbly. It, it can appear that there's, it's usually not used too often for actual infections, but you know, bladder, weak bladder, dripping, um, all those things can be the result of years of urinary tract infections as well. And it'll help to strengthen the sphincter. Costicum is famous for the sphincters in, for the control incontinence. Chelidonium, again, is listed. It, if the conditions are right, it's a remedy that can be used. It's not like a real common remedy by no means because it's more of a liver remedy. But there can be frequent urging as well and it can be burning pains so again if it's there if the symptoms are there just use it uh, if the diapers like the baby's diapers are stained very very dark yellow gosh maybe you should look at giving chelidonium 
Okay, China or Cinchona. I know people say, why are they listed differently? Well, the old language was Cinchona and they've kind of changed it over to China. It's the same remedy. That could be used for weekly children. Cena. Cena is not so much for infections, but it's for bedwetting, which can appear, especially in children, to be a, a, something wrong with the bladder. And if it's just during the bed and they feel, act aggravated, it could be parasites. And when I talk about parasites a lot, you know, it's just like, it's almost to the point where if you don't know what it is, just blame parasites and then treat the family for parasites because there's, there's no harm in it at all. Okay, clematis is an amazing remedy. It's the, the urine stops and starts, violent, violent burning pains. Um, can't quite empty the bladder. The stream is feeble when they're trying to go. It's an amazing remedy to try. Uh, Dulcamara, again, whenever there's exposure to cold, and you can even have symptoms that appear to be like a bladder infection or definite aggravation, if it's something that came on because they were exposed, like to chill, wet, rain, or whatever, just give the Dulcamara. Um, Gelsemium, <laughs> Gelsemium is what we use for when there's a lot of shaking going on and they feel nervous, apprehensive. And remember we talk about gelsemium being used for like, my, my husband calls them, like you, you reach down to pet a little dog. It's usually a little dog syndrome, but it's, you know, pet and wet. So you pet them on the head and they, they squat and wet right there in front of you. <laughs> gelsemium will cure at least half of those little pet and wet doggies. <laughs> so you can even have that same situation with a child. They can be really afraid of a situation or they've had a trauma and every time they get excited they wet their britches. Just give gelsemium. And usually, like for little kids, I, I had a mom the other day and I said, just give it. And she goes, but she's not nervous about anything. I said, it doesn't matter. You said she had the flu too. Gelsemium is a huge remedy when there's any symptoms arise following the flu. I had a mom in Texas and it was just, I loved it. It just, I well, She's been. She's one of my oldest corresponding email people for when I first started, and I have to admit, folks, I'm really sorry. I don't answer all my emails personally anymore. I I just can't. There's too many, but I, I I do try really hard to answer what I can. But anyway, this this mom, she one of her her children had developed a a tick, and they homeschool, and his head would jerk. And so I, you know, just in the kind of busy, I just reading through her emails and I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry. You know, I said, you should really need to get this child's case taken. And, you know, I, I'm like most of us, you know, funds are not always readily available. We wait to see if it's something we can't get over ourselves or, you know, try to figure out ourselves before we're willing to invest any money. And so through the course of all this, I there was two or three emails gone back and forth and I didn't really I don't remember giving her any suggestions really I was just basically listening to her and we were talking about something else as well and so then anyway I woke up in the middle of the night thinking about that email and I'm like you know what I completely skipped the part where she said he had the flu like a few months ago or whatever and I just skipped over that and it seemed to come on after that so I got up the next morning I emailed her and I said try gelsemium 
So I didn't know if she had it, so I just threw it in the mail, sent it to her. She actually did have it, so she started using it that day. And she said every time he had that tick, she gave it to him. She said, Sue, it was amazing. Within two weeks, the tick was completely gone. The kid was healed up. I think she only gave a total of three or four doses. Just amazing. It's like when it works, it works. And I and I, I laugh because when I woke up in the middle of the night, I swear that's the only time my guardian angel can ever talk to me because I'm blah, blah, blind most of the day. I'm always talking, never listening, so I get woke up in the middle of the night quite often. <laughs> I, I used to wake up in the middle of the night because I was hungry. <laughs> now I'm too tired to be hungry, I think, so I, the, the my guardian angel just wakes me up and says, wake up, Sue, you've got work to do. <laughs> okay, anyway, where were we? Oh yeah, Jocemium. Okay, and help yourself, okay, this is my recipe if somebody like I said if somebody has if I feel it's an infection in the sense that when a bladder infection comes on with a vengeance and by that I mean they have the chills they don't feel well they can even be bleeding you know at this point but it's definitely a full-blown infection not just an aggravation or something like that but I will always give Hepersulf or Mercurius. Hepersulf if the skin is dry remember Mercurius if the skin is moist. Oddly enough, with most bladder infection people, the skin is moist. But, you know, there's always check it, okay? So, and I give the Hepersulf, you can give Pyrogenium for the infection. It helps to get it out of the blood, helps the kidneys to get the poisons out of there and silica and that is the infection trio that I use for just about everything and it almost always works. I don't really know if I've ever seen it not work. I can honestly say for bladder infections very often they actually need the E. coli remedy for the body to get the actual message to get that particular bacteria under control. So if I'm going to give the E. coli I won't probably give the pyrogenium because I don't like to give two nozos at the same time. So like if I've been giving the pyrogenium, I'll stop using that and I'll wait a few hours and then I'll give the E. coli or vice versa. Because I, like I said, I don't like to give two nosodes within a real close time frame. Because it just gets, the body just gets confused. It doesn't know what he's supposed to be fighting. And I know I had one lady was saying, she goes, my husband has been, I can't keep track of everything he's taking. He thinks this works, so he goes and starts using this. It stops working, so it goes to something else. Oh, maybe the other one was working, so he'll go back to that. She's, I'm like, <laughs> well, at least your husband will take something. But it is funny. Most of the time, if the body doesn't need it, it just doesn't read it. But yes, you can confuse the system when it's trying to heal by taking too many things. Just keep it at a dull roar. Okay, and keep those potencies at about the 30C. And just wait an hour or two before you switch remedies. It's it's not it's not gonna kill anything to wait a little bit of time and let decide if a remedy's working or not. Hydrastis is one of my, like I say, it's one of my very favorite remedies for the kidneys. There can be even a gleedy discharge which can be, you know, and then with hydrastis, of course, that's golden seal. So you'll have that, you can have that yellowish tint to things. And the urine can smell very foul. We have lycopodium, very, very famous for red sand, that settling red sand in the urine. Or it can even be like that reddish tint to the child's diaper or the child cries before he urinates. It gets great for renal colic. 
and it says that like Berberus is for right-sided Berberus is the left side like podiums right-sided magfos mag magnesium phosphorica is awesome whenever there's like a neural neuralgic pain especially after use of a catheter so magfos is a cell salt so you can give magfos as well as staphysagria now the mercurius that I mentioned before there's different preparations of mercurius we've talked about that in other podcasts I believe but Merxol is or Merxol is the same as Mercvive but it's the most common preparation Mercor is they say that I think it was Kent wrote that Mercor pertains more readily to men Merxol to women but in this case Mercor is most often used for bladder infections so you know like we have Merkdal which is most famous for ear infections. It just depends on the preparation. Any Merck, I tell people don't get super hung up on it. If you have all the Mercs on hand, that's wonderful. But if you don't, just use what you do have. Natmer, Natmer again is chronic grief. Again, huge emotion. And women can be laughing and have to grab themselves because they, you know, the involuntary urination when laughing or coughing or, um, and then when they sit down, they have to wait a long time to pass urine, different things like that. Natmer, whenever there's been a lot of emotion, Natmer is a, even a cell salt, even a low potency is something that you should just take to balance the system again. Because I use Natmer whenever, literally whenever somebody's been undergoing a lot of stress in their life or changes, emotional changes like pregnancy, anything like that. Natmer is a wonderful remedy because it's an emotion remedy and sodium is the easiest thing to knock out of balance when it comes to cellular structure in our body. So, and nothing knocks our body or stress, anything more than stress. So, if any of that's an issue, just take a dose of Natmer, low potency. You don't have to be high, but you can take a low potency cell salt 6 or 12x or 30x or 30c. If you don't have anything but a 200, eh, you know, just kind of watch it. But if it's stress, go ahead and take it. It's a wonderful remedy to give your body the message to, hey, settle down, balance. Okay, get your sodium under under control. Okay, Nux Vomica. Nux Vomica is, can also be used when there's inflammation of the bladder, irritable bladder, frequent urge to urinate. Um, but again, you know, if, if a person's been working too much, they've been eating too much or drinking too much, any of those things... Nux vomica can be thought of. Phosphorus, again, phosphorus is a huge emotional remedy as well, especially for people who are hypersensitive to others. They, they, they are real people people. <laughs> they like to be involved. And so if they've been shunned or they feel like they are not having enough attention from those around them, again, that's emotion. You know, think of phosphorus. Uh, and in older people, Phosphorus can actually be a really good remedy when there's when there's things going on with the kidneys, like Bright's disease, edema, nephritis. You know, you have kidney disease as well. It's just just something to really think about. But as far as the person goes, they're light, they're airy, they're fun, quick to laugh, quick to cry. Usually a little taller and thinner. Not always, but sometimes. Rudograv, if there's pressure in the in the bladder, or it feels as if it's constantly full. You know, that can be a 
symptom of bladder infection, think of Rudigraph because that's really it's the tendon remedy. And if, if you have that sensation, just, just use it. Sepia, again, is it can be used for urine bladder type infections, but again, the deposit of the reddish clay-colored sediment can be there. And it can actually stick to the bottom of the, the toilet. It can be so it can be so heavy. Silica, like I say, we talked about silica. Silica, I like whenever there's something in the body that shouldn't be there, I like to use silica to help get it out. Staphyscria, number one. Thuya, cleans the kidneys. And the urine will be delivered in a streamed fork, like, you know, if you've ever watched a little, like, taking a little kid potty or whatever, and it goes off in like one, two different directions. You know, just give them a dose of Thuya. If they, especially if they've just been vaccinated, it's it's a wonderful remedy, and it can affect the bladder. Um, and uretica, uretica is probably one of the maybe the second most famous bladder infection remedies. It's that intense, intense burning. It can be everything from just a simple bladder infection to hemorrhage from the bladder due to you know the urine can be suppressed. You can have gravel, kidney stones. It's it's an amazing remedy, and it's helped a lot of people over the years. So with that, I don't, I really don't know how else to explain bladder infections and urinary tract infections more than the fact that if they're chronic, please just get your case taken because it's, we need to find the trigger because it's not, it doesn't, these don't need to be occurring. It's for whatever the reason is, the body is just, gets out of balance very quickly, very easily. And these are the organs that are the brunt of the symptoms that the, that the body's throwing out. Okay. So with that, I just want to remind you to please consider our the courses that we're putting up. We're working at getting a couple more up in the next, eh, it'll be a few months, I suppose. But that's what's helping pay for all of our time and our efforts to keep these podcasts going. So just please consider that. I understand if you aren't even really into studying that much, but it's really, really good information, information that we can't say a lot of stuff online, you know, but it's um, it's it's worth it. I, I I don't think anyone has ever gotten the course and emailed and said, ah, that just really wasn't worth my 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 time. So <laughs> please consider it. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate your emails, even though I don't read all of them personally. They, they come to me, but eventually I just don't, I'm not able to answer them up front like I would like to, but we do what we can, right? That's <laughs> just the way it is. But I still appreciate them, and they're helping us so much to the kind of information out there that we know you need. So thank you and may God bless you and yours. Thanks for listening to this episode of Homeopathy for Mommies radio show. Please visit Sue on her website, homeopathyformommies.com and join us right here at homeopathyformommiesradio.com Wednesday, noon Eastern. As always, we pray the Lord blesses you with good health, vitality, strength, and wisdom.